an author, a publisher, 29 books under his belt, and I think still counting should be added there. He's a motivational speaker, leadership and personal development specialist. With so many hats that he wears, I think he is so amped and uh, the correct person to speak to us about reviving our dreams. Confidence, a very good morning. Thank you very much for joining us. Good morning, Patricia. Good morning to the listeners. Always a pleasure to be here. Sure. Reviving dreams. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> what firstly causes a dream to, what, uh, fall asleep, die out, <laughs> fizzle out? Yeah. What causes that? You know, whatever, whatever we don't nurture will eventually die. You know, whether it's a, it's a fish, a plant, a relationship, or even a dream. And many of us have had dreams, we've had these aspirations, but because we didn't nurture those dreams, they withered away and eventually died. You know, somebody may have had a dream of opening up their own consultancy. Somebody may wanted to enter the creative sphere and become a designer, a musician, an artist, etc. But the beauty about dreams is that even when it seems that they are gone forever, they can be resuscitated and brought back. Dreams can be revived. And today I think we can talk about a couple of steps of how to revive those dreams. And as you said, you know, Patricia, uh, it's going to sleep, maybe it has died. So one of the first things that we need to do is to dig it up. Dig it up. This is the first step in reviving your dream. You have to start thinking back on your dream. You know, when something has been, has been buried, it means that it has perhaps even been forgotten. And a lot of us have buried our dreams now subconscious. It's, there's a dream I had years back of doing XYZ, opening a business, etc. But you've given up. It's been 10 years since you, you, you even thought about it. And the reason that we, we bury dreams is that when, we, when, something, when we've encountered disappointment, when we've tried something and uh, it's failed, it brings up a lot, of, a lot of shame, a lot of regret, maybe a, a little bit of guilt as well. And so we tend to bury those things. We tend to bury those dreams. But now is the time to dig it up. It's time to say, what is that dream that I had years ago? What is that dream that you know used to make me stay up until 2 or 3 a.m. thinking about it, uh, researching on it, etc.? And so what this requires is that you may need to set aside necessary time, maybe get a pen and paper and begin writing it down. And this process may be a bit painful as well. You know, As I said, it may remind you of past failures, past disappointment, but the process is worth it. Because when we discover our dreams, we rediscover hope. And ultimately, we rediscover ourselves. Because we as people, there is always a dream and a, and a vision attached to our lives. And when we discover that dream and we, pursue, we begin pursuing that dream or vision, that's when we truly discover who we are. So when your dream has been buried for so long, when you rediscover that dream, you rediscover your hope and you also rediscover yourself. So number one is dig it up. Mm, so dig it up. Uh, you need some strength to dig up a dream, don't you? Especially if it's one that you have forgotten a long time ago. Yeah, 100%. That's a very good point. And sometimes it's it's been buried for so long that you don't know if you have the strength to dig it up. 
but it's worth the process. It's worth you going, going, sitting down and say, this is the dream I had. I'm going to get my pen. Or I wanted to become, you know, an, an entrepreneur in this particular field. And yeah, it takes strength, but that, that strength, the strength that you plant will come back to you hundredfold when you see that dream manifesting. And once we've dug it up, Patricia, number two, we need to breathe life into it. We need to breathe life into it. You know, once you've dug up your dream and you've brought it to the surface, you must begin breathing life into it. And you breathe life into your dream by the words that you speak. You know, when somebody has collapsed, one of the things they do is uh, mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. So that's what you need to do to your dream. You must start speaking words of life and encouragement over your dream. You know, talk to God about your dream. Talk to yourself about your dream. And talk to trusted friends and family about your dream. The more that you speak about your dream and the more positive you are about your dream, it's just like that person breathing life uh, into the the thing that has collapsed. It's you taking all this, you know, all those years of, 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 of regret, all those years of disappointment, and now you are reviving it by the ways that you, you, you've spoken. And also don't engage in negative self-talk. You know, a lot of people talk themselves out of their own dreams. But the more you speak about your dream, especially to yourself, because a lot of this is, is, is internal, and the people who engage in negative self-talk, they may have the potential to accomplish that particular dream. They may, they may have all the talent necessary. They may have the time necessary. But because they engage in negative self-talk, you know, the, the most, one of the most powerful voices in your life is the voice within, is the, your own particular voice. And sometimes it's not that people have talked you out of your dream. It's not that people have discouraged you. It's that you have discouraged yourself. You have looked in the mirror and said, you know what, I'm not gifted enough, I'm not talented enough, I don't have, you know, I've run out of time, I've, my peers are way ahead of me, etc. And so that negative self-talk a lot of time is what uh, causes people to, to lose faith, to lose hope in their particular dream. So don't engage in negative self-talk. Catch yourself talking negatively to yourself and say, you know what, I'm not going to talk to this, I'm not going to talk this way about my dream to myself because I've got I've got talent, I've got capacity, I've got potential, and I'm going to start breathing life into my dream by the ways that I speak, and let your ways be oxygen to your dream. You know, let 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 them give it life. Don't choke it with words of doubt. Don't shoot it down with words of fear, and let what you say about it be positive and encouraging because that's how you breathe oxygen into your dream by speaking positively about it, speaking positively into it. And be thoroughly convinced of its worth and power. And let those who hear you speak of it be thoroughly convinced as well. You know, a lot of times, especially if you're going to go into entrepreneurship, you are going to have to go and sell your dream. And if you don't believe in, in your dream, you're not, gonna, you're not going to be able to sell it. And if you are not convinced about it, if you are not convinced about its, its power, its worth, its value, then you will not be able to convince others about, about its power, its worth, its value. So you have to be thoroughly convinced within so that you can go and convince others so that they can invest in your dream, so that they can support your dream. Mm-hmm. And remember, the life and death of your dream rest on your tongue. So number two, breathe life into it. Mm. So you need to dig it up. You need to breathe life into that dream. Yes, ma'am. But uh, breathing life into something that you don't feed yep. is also futile. So how do you feed it? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Number three is feed it. You know, when you have breathed life into your dream and you have resuscitated it, you must begin feeding your dream. It's well and good to be brought back to life, but if you do not eat, you will soon die. And that is the same with a dream. So what must you feed your dream with? You must feed it with action. Feed it with action. So you've dug it up. 
you've resuscitated it, but the only way that your dream is going to grow, the only way your 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 vision is going to expand is if you start feeding it and feeding it with action. If your dream is to own a business, for example, do your market research, go res- register the business, start producing and start selling. If your dream is to study for a certain degree, go register and attend the classes. You know, to choose inaction is to choose death to your dream. And I would venture to say, if you're not going to go into this th- third step of feeding it, then don't revive it at all. If you're not going to be committed, if you're not mm, going to be mm. passionate about it, then don't start the process because you're only going to go back to, to that place of disappointment. So you have to feed it. You have to. This is actually one of the most critical steps because if you don't feed it, it will go back to the grave. So when you feed your dream, you also gain valuable experience that encourages more growth and more success. And you know, when you gain knowledge, it will propel you to even higher. So the more you feed your dream through action, the more people that you interact with, the more you know sales pitches that you do, the more you know uh, um, people within that sphere that you encounter. You start growing, you start feeding your dream, your dream, and as as you feed it, the more you feed it, as I said, it's gonna grow. So don't starve your dream, don't let it wither away and become skin and bones again. So feed your dream. That's number three, quite critical. And you know, with the feeding, um, I like the fact that you say that uh, you know you you pitch all the time if it's mm-hmm. a business, and no matter how many no's you get, but the feeding also is around the knowledge for your business. You grow it. Um, can you imagine if uh, certain companies were not able to adjust uh, through disruption, um, technological disruption? They Some of them are obsolete today. We yeah. don't see some companies that used to, for instance, produce um, cameras. Um, yeah. You know, uh, it's, it, 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 it's now obsolete. So if people don't gain more knowledge, people don't pitch... Uh, they don't expose themselves and uh, for the benefit of their dreams they would be feeding their dreams nothing and to be malnourished and (laughs) dreams will fade away 100% I love the point you're raising you know I remember years back uh, we used to go and hire uh, DVDs and videos but now none of those shops are around and one of the reasons is I mean those those industries that those particular companies the video companies are the ones who are supposed to come up with the likes of netflix and showmax and all of that but because they they stayed stagnant uh, their businesses didn't grow they stayed in a in a place where they were so comfortable that they felt they no longer needed to feed and you know as a as a person let's look at practically if you don't if you, you're not continually eating on a regular basis, then you're going to become malnourished. So whatever dream you have, study the trend, study where is this thing going. Will I have a job in, in, in 10 years' time? Will I, you know, there's, a, there's a, an image I saw a while back, and it was quite thought-provoking. It was of a cameraman in a helicopter, and he was shooting a scene. Something was happening uh, on, on the ground, and he was shooting it. And the caption said, in 10 years, all three of these people have lost their jobs, or rather, all two of these people have lost. So, they, they, because they, there's now drone technology and they're doing uh, that capturing through that type of technology, they, uh, the pilot has lost his job, the, the cameraman has lost his job. So, whatever industry you are in, whatever business you are in, always be progressive, always be enlightening yourself, uh, continually developing yourself so that you, you feed your particular dream, so that you don't become obsolete. So I really love that point, feed your dream. 
And number four, quite importantly, stay away from the dream killers. Stay away from the dream killers. You know, as you begin reviving your dream, there will be people who will come to you to try and kill it and send it back to the grave. You know, they'll tell you things like, you know, this is impossible. You know, they'll tell you how impossible it is, how you don't qualify for it, how you're not good enough, connected enough, experienced enough, or educated enough to have your particular dream. And these people, you know, we call them dream killers, and you must make a conscious decision to avoid them, because if you don't, you might allow them to destroy that which you're trying to build. And when we think of dream killers, there's three that I've identified. Number one is the well-meaning dream killers. Well-meaning dream killers. These are people who care about you, but they don't believe you can achieve that thing that you want to achieve. You know, they don't want you to be disappointed. And often we listen to them because we know that they care about us. But as well-meaning as they are, they're still dream killers. You know, this may be close friends, close relatives who, you know, when, when they look at you, they love you but they don't really believe that you can achieve that particular thing. So number one is the well-meaning dream killers. Number two is the backstabbers. You know, backstabbers are, are the people that we trust. These are the fake friends who, you know, secretly wish for us to fail. And remember that for someone to stab you, to be able to stab you, they have to be quite close to you. So these are the people in your life who, you know, quote-unquote fake friends who secretly wish for you to fail. You know, they can even intentionally sabotage your dream. And they can do things to get in the way of you, of you achieving your dream. So number two is the backstabbers. Number three is the secret snipers. Secret snipers. These are people who are far away. They don't really know you, but they know of you and they don't wish you well. And they try to shoot you down with gossip, with lies and all kinds of things. So beware of those three dream killers and make sure that uh, you stay out of the way. Because if you spend too much time with the dream killers, they'll talk you out of your dream. They'll convince you that your dream is not worth building, it's not worth pursuing. And as we wrap up, uh, Patricia, number four. Before, before yes, we go to number five. Yes, ma'am. Um, you know, I started off by asking you about what, uh, you know, kills the dream. Yes, ma'am. Why do we get to that point? Yeah, there on that number four point, stay away from dream killers. Mm. Make your mind become conducive for your dreams. Because really, some people are not waiting for external people to kill their dreams. Yeah. They kill their dreams themselves. Yeah. Through their minds, through mm. their actions. And then you said when we started, the tongue as well. Yeah. So yeah. don't be your own dream killer. Don't be your do own dream killer. That's a that's a beautiful point. And you know, it's there's an African proverb I love. It says, "If there is no enemy within, the the enemy outside can do you no harm." And a lot of times we are our own worst enemies. You know, and internally we know at some level we have the capacity to to achieve the things we want to achieve. But because there is an enemy within, there is doubt within, there is fear within. We, we talk ourselves out of our dreams. So don't become your own dream killer. And actually, that's the most dangerous, uh, the most dangerous dream killer because that's the dream killer who you know, goes with you everywhere. When you sleep, that dream killer is with you. When you wake up, they are with you. So if, you, if, if that enemy is within and you don't convert that enemy to become a friend, if you don't you know, change the negative self-talk, then you can become your own dream killer. So we need to actually address that uh, negative self-talk so that we don't become our own dream killers, but instead we become dream builders. Mm, agreed. Uh, what's the next point? So the next point is connect with dream builders. Connect with dream builders. Um, connect with people who can help you make your dream a reality. Connect with 
mentors who can advise you on how to go about building your dream. Uh, connect with other dream killers who other dream <laughs> other dreamers. Uh, connect with other dreamers who operate in the space where you want to be. Uh, this on Saturday I was I was at an event where talking about the professional speaking industry and and you know i, I was amongst people in, in in the industry people who 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 have been there done that and they were sharing so much knowledge and i got out of that that um, uh, conference feeling so infused feeling so revived and you need we need to do that whatever sphere you're in you need to make time to engage with the people in that sphere you need to make time to engage with with people who have knowledge in that sphere so that they they can pour fuel into you, you know, so that you can go further. So connect with other dreamers who operate in the space where you want to be. And the more you connect with dream builders, is the more you'll be exposed to that which you are after. And one of the things that we we grow through is is exposure. Once you start uh, uh, viewing things on a, on a regular basis, that's why it's important, you know, to monitor what you listen to, what you watch, because all of that is 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 building you up. All of that is feeding you. And sometimes we're feeding ourselves poison because the things that we're exposing ourselves to are not building us, but other, but are, but are rather destroying us. So the more that you expose yourself to that particular thing, if it's if it's industry, if it's business, if it's you know, even if you know you're looking to get married, expose yourself, hang around with people who have successful marriages, so that you have a good idea of what that thing looks like. Because once you understand what it looks like, then you know how to build it. You know, it's like looking at a had an architectural architectural plan. Once you know, okay, the the house must be squared. These are the things that I used to build it. Once you expose yourself to that, then you know what to collect. You know what kind of material to collect in order to build that particular thing. So exposure is quite important. And also, as you do, as you connect with dream builders, you'll also be building up your faith and your belief. You know, you'll be building up your sense of confidence. You'll be building up your sense of of, of value and worth in that particular thing. To so say, you know what, I'm actually. I can I can do things, and you know that the beautiful thing as well about exposure is that when you you get exposed to the the dream builders, the people who are doing the thing that you want to do, you realize that these are normal people like me. These are people who have the similar kind of stories as me. So if they can do it, if they can achieve it, then it means that I can achieve it as well. One of the things that causes many people not to pursue dreams is that we tend to put people on too high of a pedestal. And we make them these superhumans and superheroes. And we say, you know, only they can achieve that particular thing. But once you start exposing yourself to those people, you realize, no, but these people, they come from a similar, similar background as me. They've got a similar educational background as me. But the difference is that they had the faith and the belief to pursue that thing. And as you start exposing yourself to them, as you start connecting with them, your own sense of faith and belief will rise and you start doing that particular thing. So number five, Stay away from the dream killers and connect with the dream builders. Mm, connect with the dream builders. Yes, There's other people who want to uh, revive their dreams without interacting with anyone. They think, look, I'm old enough. Um, this is my dream after all. I, I don't want dream killers, but I also don't want anyone who's a dream builder. Let me just be and do it on my own. Is this the right mindset? Oh, no, definitely not. You know, it's like whenever you go to a construction site, you'll never find just one person building. And if you do find one person building, it means that what they're building is not major. What they're building is not that big. So if you have a big dream, you're going to need people around you. You're going to need 
you know, architects. You're going to need mentors. You're going to need the bricklayers. You're going to need people who know about roofing. So whatever dream that you want to build, if, if, if you know, it's sufficient for you to build it alone, oftentimes it means that it's not, it's not big enough. It's not major enough. So whatever you're building, whatever dream you have, if it's an enterprise, if it's, if it's a family, if it's a community project, always enlist the help of other people because you can always do so much more when you, when you team up and meet up with other people who have a particular, you know, you have a similar dream in mind, you have a similar vision in mind. So always try to connect with other people because that will accelerate your growth as well. Sometimes, you know, you're growing at, 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 at 10%, but if you just connect with the right person who has the right type of ideas, who has the right type of uh, knowledge, then you can start growing at 80%, 90%. So if you are you're trying to build on your own, you don't want to connect with other people, you are really limiting your own growth, you are limiting your, your sense of development, you are, you are limiting your potential to become bigger and better. So connect with other dream builders because the construction side, there's always, if it's a big project, if it's an important project, there's always more than one builder. Excellent. You know what? I think today everyone's going to start reviving their dreams. No matter where they find themselves in life, they'll start where they are. Um, let Go through those five pointers for us one more time, please, Confidence, awesome. so we remember. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. So in reviving your dreams, we have to, number one, dig it up. Dig it up. Uh, go back, get a pen and paper, start writing, start writing it down. Number two, breathe life into it. How? What are you to once you've you've revived it, you revived it and you've dug it up? What are you saying about it? Because your words can either bring it to life or it can uh, uh, they can actually kill that dream again. So number one, dig it up. Number two, breathe life into it. Number three, feed it. And how do you feed it? You feed it through action. You feed it through taking steps uh, that will help you to grow that particular dream. If it's a business, if it's a family, etc. If it's a project in the community, feed it through your actions. If you don't feed it through action, then it's going to die again. So number four, stay away from the dream killers. Stay away from the well-meaning dream killers, from the backstabbers, from the cigarette snipers. And also... Don't talk yourself out of your, 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 your dream. Don't become your own dream killers. And then also connect with the dream builders. Connect with the dream builders. Connect with the mentors. Connect with the people in the industry. Connect with people who have knowledge and experience in that particular thing so that they can help you build that particular dream. Excellent. Mr. Salemia, we appreciate you so much. Um, and thank you very much for joining us. Tell us where can we get some of your books and follow you? Yes, yeah, so I'm available on all social media platforms. Just search for Confidence Salemia, including YouTube. I've got a YouTube channel with uh, a lot of my content there. Uh, so it's Confidence Salemia on all social media platforms. And then you can email me at info at confidencesalemia.co.za. And then, yeah, you can get my books. You can book me for speaking at your organization, event, conference, etc. But, yeah, thank you so much, Patricia. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you to the listeners. Thank you very much, Mr. Confidence Salemia.